Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave right over there. Hey. And we are at the last of the original trilogy, Return of the Jedi, or as I affectionately call this movie, Death Star 2, Electric Boogaloo. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I had to work that in. Um, yes, this is the Return of the Death Star. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of this movie more than I thought I would have. Um, really? Yeah, it's from the first time or this this, time around. I haven't seen this in forever, and watching it, watching it, knowing all this backstory and everything that's been leading up, and us watching Uh these movies this close together, I caught a lot of subtleties and a lot of things in here that I had never seen before. Um, Really. Yeah, a lot of interaction, a lot of the way Darth Vader acted. Um, and I'll get to that as we go through it. But uh, this was a better viewing. I've always liked this movie. So not, I, yeah. anything I say about this trilogy is it's still out of love because I love these three movies. Um, right, right. So I'm, I, I, get, it. I yeah. get it. It's I can even deal. I watched it. I wa- yeah, <laughs> I watched the special edition as well. And I know there were some big changes at the end oh. of it. And let me ask you about that. I know um, we'll jump to the end. I know the force ghost being Anakin is a change from the original. Oh, yeah. But yeah. before that, they show all these planets celebrating. I don't remember seeing Naboo, Coruscant, all no, of these none places. Of them were in- None of yeah. those were in there until after they did the episodes one, two, and three. And then this That's was what like, I oh, I'm going to do something again. And, and oh, I can't keep my fucking fingers I mean, it works. It works, but he could have left it alone. Um, it, it was it was a little, a little like, oh, God damn, really? I think On the Planet was enough for yes. me, like on, on uh, the moon Endor. I think yeah. that was enough. I think it was That was fine. I, I yeah, and I did see that uh, Lawrence Kasdan uh, co-wrote this with, I forget who else. Was it with George? I can't remember who. I, I know Lucas was the story guy, yeah. but I don't think he was the writer. I think Kasdan wrote it with somebody else. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Kasdan, you can't go wrong. Well, I don't understand. I, I'll never understand why he did not call in Lawrence Kasdan for episodes one, two, and three. Other than he was... Uh, he didn't. What's the word I'm looking for? He was being stubborn. That he maybe you know? knew that uh, Kazan might have told him, George, what the fuck, dude. And I think he would have. <laughs> I think a lot of this. I think Kazan could have made those stories much better mm-hmm. and probably more more coherent. But they're good stories. That's just. I think a lot of we've talked about the we, issues. Yeah, that we talked about. I think could have been cured with a Kazan and other directors coming in and yeah. going, "Oh, let's do this. Let's move." I see what you're doing here, but if we do it this way, we'll get the same result, but different, and it'll be better. It'll tell a solid story. And I think that's where he messed up, but that's yeah. we already talked about all that. Do you have notes um, today? Yeah, I do. Do you? I do. I only got like two. Let's go over your notes first. Oh, we right. Notes. Return of the Jedi, and also known as Episode 6 of the Star Wars only trilogy. So. Mm-hmm. Episode six of the Holy Trilogy. Yeah, um, I already said that it should have been named Death Star 2 Electric Boogaloo. Um, I, I agree with that. And you know what? Kat will absolutely agree with that because she said she said a joke yesterday about Electric Boogaloo when we were watching this. And I think it must, might have been close to the same it, thing. it had to be. It had to be. So great minds and all. Um, gonna, when she sees this, she's going to fucking crack up. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cat. Gotcha. <laughs> um, only thing, only thing I really now hear me out on this. I didn't like it. Um, it's my only problem with the movie, and not my only problem, but one of the, my most cringe moments. But uh-huh. it's still okay. I guess it made me cringe, but it's still okay. It's the fucking musical number in Jabba's Palace. We break into song, uh, music yeah. video, and it's like, okay, this yeah. is. Cool. I was, at first, I was like, no, it's like. All right, all right. This is so pretty you cool. Watched, you watched the special edition, whereas mm-hmm. I watched the original version. Okay. So is it shorter in that? It's much shorter. I like the original version better because it does make it more of a hangout, more of a biker hangout kind of feel. Yeah, this was too more of a divey. Yeah, this is too glammy. That, that was, yeah, that was too uh too this is a nice bar and you know we got talent. It was here out of place. 
Yeah, we're selling tickets for this band to come and check it out, you know. But at least they weren't a jizz band. <laughs> yeah, they they always leave a lot to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, moving on from the jizz band, um, my other note has to do with one of the things I noticed. Um, and we go back to Empire, uh-huh. where Vader is is talking to Luke about, hey, come with me. You and I can take out the Emperor because you are powerful, Luke. You can take out the Emperor and we can rule the galaxy together. Uh Really cool. Okay, right there, I'm putting together Vader's pissed. Vader has had it with the Emperor, but he knows the Emperor is powerful and he's he's mining his place, so he stays alive. But I I got a feeling the whole fact finding out that he has kids and the Emperor lied is a sticking point to vader and i don't you know they never really it has to be it absolutely has to be so when when luke finally gets up with vader and they're on the death star and um i guess that's where they were yeah death star 2 yeah the death star 2 we're back on jedi when luke finally gets up there and vader and he are talking to the emperor and luke is talking shit to the emperor oh yeah and i'm fucking digging it and it's like oh you are a cocky motherfucker but vader just kind of turns his head over and looks and it's like it's almost like uh-huh yeah i see it <laughs> you know it's like I, it's I, there's a knowing there there's um vader knows shit's about to get real but he I, yeah i get what you're saying he's almost looking at his son like that's my boy it <laughs> is that's, that's it what is. i should have done and it's uh it's cool it's almost like and i never caught that before uh and i think a lot of it has to do with watching these so close to each other and knowing anakin's entire story and that's where i get to it's uh, this movie when we saw it um when it was first presented you're seeing a story arc of the villain becoming good finding his way back home really fucking awesome i get it but to me killing all the children is a bridge too far this guy does not get redemption from me period right right that that's what i mean like like when you tried to turn a guy around like that it it doesn't quite work for me no i'm glad i'm glad he did and it worked until we got the prequels once we got the prequels and we saw that he killed all the younglings um anakin i can't i can't help you man um i sorry at that point you're just like "Mm, i can't nah you you deserve you deserve to be thrown in the pit right behind your emperor at that point yeah which um, I'm glad I'm glad I, I saw that and it reminded me of what we talked about when we talk about what's coming up in episode nine. Right. Um, there should there should be absolutely nothing of the emperor. So who knows how he fucking got cloned? That's some bullshit. No, no. Like I said, in the comics, I got how they got. In the comic books, uh, Dark Empire, he's he's being cloned and they explain that he's got the cloning chambers and his but his essence is burning through his clones too fast. Wow. So he's trying to get into Luke's body. He's trying to figure out a way to get take over Luke's body because Luke's, you know, being you know so powerful with a force would be able to contain his his essence. It. Yeah, but uh, something happened with the cloning tanks or something, and and then Luke finally figures out where his cloning tanks are at, if I remember correctly, and goes in and takes out like all the Emperor's cloning tanks, so he yeah. can't keep cloning himself. So at some point, he can't. You know, he just takes takes them out and gets rid of them. Now, they could have done something like that if they would have showed that. But if they were going to do that, you might as well show McDermott. And now, I'm sorry, folks, we've jumped ahead into the movie. Oh, way ahead. But yeah, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get to all this and I'll, I'll say it's the exact related. Thing. It's related. Now, <laughs> the, the, the way the, they said the Emperor survived, well, he should have been in, in McDermott. He should have been the younger version just burning through his body and maybe as he's talking to them you see him getting older and more deteriorated but when he first shows up when you first introduce him again he's younger again so that way you see that he's a clone and he's burning through and he needs this other body but they never really explain that you know i don't i'm guessing that's supposed to be the original emperor but they never really said no, they didn't. I assumed it was a clone, and with the Force, yeah, I could understand how you could probably place your conscious in somebody. The Force is 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 all everything, and it's, they have to have metachlorians. No, you know what? Let's for, just forget that ever happened. <laughs> have a twitch. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I mean, here we here we just watched these three movies, and, and just talk about the metachlorians since we've watched right. seven movies so far or eight. 
No, was it eight? No. Yeah, six, seven, eight. We've watched eight of the movies so far. Uh, three more to go. But the fact that they work really hard, um, the way the force is portrayed in these three movies is very right. different. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's, 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 I like this. I like this interpretation of a all up a power, an energy, if you will. Um, right. It's not far right. from what I already prescribed to as a human being piece mm -hmm. of stardust. You know, I get it. Um, I can relate yeah. to it. I understand this midichlorian. No, fuck you. Um, so Doesn't make anyway, that's what I got to say about that. Midichlorians, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fuck you, midichlorians. Your mama. Uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> but uh i don't know where i was gonna go with that i, I don't know i don't know why we turned into two black 70s black exploitation stars there for a second but, know, anyway. but we did a good job at yeah. it i mean Shit. yeah for, for what for what we did we we did a good job for what we're anyway. getting paid <laughs> yeah for, for what we're getting paid don't hate <laughs> don't, don't, don't hate just don't be ugly just because you know how that's right <laughs> Just because you're used to it. <laughs> Just because you're used to it, baby. Just because um, you see it every day. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what else you got? That's it. That's my notes, man. That's my notes. Okay. Um, notes? Okay. I love... This is one of the things that we always joke about. And anybody uh, who's been watching Star Wars movies is going to joke about this shit. Mm -hmm. Yes, the Ewoks are cute and cuddly. But uh, look around. They're killers. They yeah. are going to eat people. They were going to eat Han... And I, <laughs> I remember being in, uh, I was taking a, an art class, an animation class, and um, we were all sitting around because because what what people did back then was before the Internet, we sat around and talked uh, and you have a bunch of that. animators sitting around just <laughs> just throwing ideas out there. And we were talking about Ewoks and somebody had come up with that. Oh, Ewoks are just stupid. They're just, you know, the, the oh, just Muppets. And that's what I turned around and said, no, they're not Muppets. I said, they are the most vicious creatures on the planet. Not just that planet, but just about anywhere if you get enough of them. And they're looking at me and said, what are you talking about? I said, they were going to eat Han, Chewie, and Luke. I said, at the end of that movie, all you see are a bunch of empty stormtrooper helmets. What do you think they're cooking in those pots? And they just looked at me and was like, what? I said, they're eating the stormtrooper. They're, that's what they were going to do. They, they were yeah. getting ready to eat these three. It was never hidden. It was never hidden. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it it's, it's in your face. Sight. It is in such plain sight. You don't see it. It's like the forest before the trees. You don't yeah. see it. It's there. And everybody looks at I know people are going to sit there and argue about this and say, no, no, no. They were. No, no. They were. They were. They were little shits. You don't want, you do not want to be captured by any walk. You just yeah. don't. They're going to eat you. Unless now, you're Princess Leia. And yeah. that's a whole different thing. Knowing what you have thing. talked about from the behind the scenes with Carrie Fisher and Warwick yeah. Davis, it's really oh, he sweet. He was like 11 or 12. He was like 11 yeah. or 12. It's really sweet to see their interaction and mm -hmm. knowing yeah. that, I mean, even him in that full suit. They've yeah. got chemistry. He is yeah. he's a hell of an actor. Even at such a young age, he was able to emote so much with just some movements. Or mm -hmm. now, do you know if um if the actors in the Ewok suits made the noises themselves or were those put in or just don't know? I I'm just, it's a curiosity making, thing. I was I would imagine that they were making some kind of noises while they were in the costumes or at right. least saying lines so they could so they kind of knew what to say to one another but yeah. the, I'm, I'm i'd be be almost positive they adr that yeah it reminded know, the, me uh i was thinking of that behind the like scenes they, they overdubbed everything right it, it made me think of uh in the solo movie with uh, the the actor um i can't think of his name who played chewbacca in it and mm. um han how how they they knew what the grunts were going to mean you know right. he knew the right. so they so he could play off of it so i just right. you know it, it was just it was just neat to see um knowing that warwick was so young when he did that and yeah. just seeing that and knowing how he and carrie became such good friends how that um yeah, that's it's, it's it's that's very nice it is sweet and it's it's been hard to watch these uh three movies knowing that carrie is gone yeah. peter mayhew's gone um and i'm I'm sorry. I'm sure I know there's more. 
but it's just it's it's hard to see. Um, yeah, these the guy are who played R two D two. Kenny is it Baker? Kenny yeah. Baker, yeah. Kenny Baker's gone, which is a shame because um, that's of, one of the, of the imperial agents are dead. Uh, Peter Cushing. <laughs> Peter Cushing is definitely dead, but uh, the guy. <laughs> Yeah, the Death Star blew up, so he died. Yeah. Um, but uh, the guy who gets promoted um, to Admiral Piet, that guy's yeah. passed away. I mean, it, you just look at this and you're like, fuck, man. Was that the oh, current Admiral in this movie? Yeah. That, that's okay, the guy I, love, I love the scene where... His, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. I love the scene where Vader shows up, you know, to see where the progress is on the Death Star. Uh -huh. And you just see the actor just... He makes a big swallow, and he's like, "You can see it in his face." Oh, and after what? That, that, oh, okay, that's Dodada or okay. Dodada, something like that. Regardless, after watching all the other generals, uh, yeah, admirals just yeah. be killed off, and here's this. Oh fuck, Vader's coming for an inspection. <laughs> I may not live. <laughs> but I like but that. Vader, he's like he's, he's trying to say, "I need more men," and Vader's yeah. like, "Yeah, well, you got You'll have a chance to tell the emperor." <laughs> <laughs> Vader is more chill this time. Vader yeah. is much more chill. This is a different Vader. This is a much different Vader. And I didn't notice that before, but it's it's subtle, but it's he's different. Yeah. He's he's changed inside at this point. He's not force choking everybody. He's got a different, no. he's got a completely different target now. His target yeah, the is emperor. To, to turn and for him to overthrow the emperor. Yeah, because he's still enamored with the dark side. He still embraces the right. dark side, but he just wants right. to do it with his son now. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah, that that I forgot that admiral's name, the one that he's that he's on the Death yeah. Star with. But <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah, on, on his flagship, Piet's the guy okay. who was a lieutenant or was a captain, and then he chokes the one guy. Oh, okay, and he's like, yeah. You're the admiral now, and, and he's, he's just like his eyes get really big, like ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> just because he happened to be standing there, he's the admiral now. <laughs> yep. Not a good place to be. Mm -mm. Some distance between me and Vader. Yeah. That's what's needed. But yeah, I think Vader at this point had already decided he was going to go hellbent for leather to take over the Emperor. And he figured if Luke turned, he'd still be able to, you know, make a deal with him because Luke's not going to stay honest with the Emperor. Not not if he turns in a violent fashion like that, I don't think. No. You know what and I mean? Yeah. One of the things that... Um, I never paid much attention to, uh, and it's going to cause me to watch Clone Wars and a bunch of other stuff. Is <laughs> it is so obvious we're missing a lot of story here? Yeah, between yeah. Empire and Jedi, there's some shit that went down that we haven't seen. And well, there was uh, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, well, I have no idea what Shadows of the Empire is. Dave, it's tell, it's tell us what we won. Shadows of the Empire takes place between Empire and Jedi. Okay. And that's whenever they're looking for Han Solo. And they, they okay. finally track him down. That's the story I was telling you about. Has the Android Yes, that's right. It was yeah. Everything but a movie. It was a book. It was toys. It was It know, should have been a movie. <laughs> everything, but they didn't ever shot the movie. That's oh. why I think Favreau and them and company should have made this Shadows of the Empire into a movie. Instead of doing all this other shit that they you know, that's fine, have have Mandalorian. I know why they didn't. But they should have did this. And go, it would have been and nice. I, I'm tired of fucking deep faking everybody. Just go hire people for the part. Everyone will it. understand. You're, you're yes. not. You're, you're just not going to get these guys. It's, you can't fake these it's faces. New they move like old people. Yeah, we talked about that earlier because everybody yeah. likes to reference uh, Netflix and The Irishman uh, because it's so right. fucking horrible. Right. Uh but I will say that Favreau really pulled it off when they deep faked uh, a young Luke. Um, I thought it looked but really it was, well. But it was very small. It was very yes. minimal. You can't it's have minimal. him deep faked in an entire show. You Peter Cushing, to me, was hard to look at. He looked completely faked. Um, right. I thought it was a good job. Don't get me wrong. But it was yeah. like, yeah. it's just, it's something, it's soulless. It's, it's yeah. missing. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. It's, it's, the eyes. it's, it's, it's cool. Um but, but yeah, that, that's that's what happens in between there, which I love. Okay. And I just thought when they came out with these other shows, I was like, yeah, okay, but you're missing. For me, you're just missing this big thing that Steve Perry wrote. That's there, and then not Journey, Steve Perry, just another Steve Perry wrote and oh, has sure. it right there. 
I don't know if Siri. That might be the name of the android. I don't remember. But uh, but it explains. Yeah. Oh, Sherry. <laughs> but it explains where Princess Leia gets her her uh, Bosch outfit, the, yeah. the bounty hunter that she's dressed up like. He's he's in the book for about two seconds. <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting. It's just that well, I don't know. Why that. Is there anything in? Let's talk about Shadow of the Empire real quick. Um, is there anything in there that alludes to Leia's Force power? Because they talk about it here. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. It's like it's just the fact that she that she senses things, and she's yeah. not sure why she senses things. It's like she can sense when Luke's close by, but she doesn't know why. Yeah. Um, they really she, did a good part in Jedi, at least showing. Okay, she does have use of it. She's sensing it. I thought. I want to say that there's a scene in the movie where she's fighting against the android, and the android could basically crush her, but her force power, and she's using like. To, to get away from it. I think she pushes the Android or she hits the Android with something. And a normal human like me or you doing this would have just like knocked the Android. It would have been like, really? Yeah. But when Leah does it because she's using the, like she's kind of got that forced stuff. She's, she's really given a shot to this thing and it doesn't yeah. injure it, but it knocks it like over. And the Android, when it gets up is like, how the hell did this, how the hell did she knock me over? You know, kind of thing. It was like yeah. thinking to itself, like, what what the hell is this? And then they go after it. But it's like little things like that. They kind of, when you know that she has the force, you know how she's doing it. It's not mm -hmm. just, you know, I'm I'm Ray and I'm from, you know, Tatooine in the future from a completely yeah. different desert planet. You know, it was it was explained how and why. We, and, we and get the bitch about that coming up next episode. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's you know what it's not going to be as bad as everybody thinks for me. Uh, I have I do have my problems with that first one, but that's well, different. That but, okay, back to Jedi. <laughs> yeah, well, episode eight, I can't wait. Oh, I can. Um, no, I mean that. That's, that's actually I. Uh, you know, it's funny because I talk about our friend Dave who came on the show and uh, yeah. Hey, Dave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for being a loyal subscriber um yeah. when thanks he mentioned i can't <laughs> yeah he's still talking to us um, he's still talking to us. thank you yeah. <laughs> when, when he sent me the message and said you know i can't wait to hear you guys shit all over star wars i'm thinking yeah we will but we won't really and yeah, yeah it's just that is episode eight is probably the one i'm going to have the biggest critiques for um Eight and Honestly. nine are going to be my my go to bitch okay. sessions. I think that, that works. I, I, um, all of them. For as bad as I complained about episodes one through three, it's about to take it to a whole new level, and I get it. Going to get real, rolling up. It's, it's, it's going to get real. It's going to get real because I I'm looking forward to doing this because uh, I have a I I I absolutely have major fucking issues with episode eight. I I don't hold it up anywhere. It's probably at the bottom. Uh, but seven I and nine, I can deal with canon for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we're going to see what, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll see how I feel after watching it again, after seeing all that we have, because I've been noticing as watching this and I strongly recommend to our listeners and viewers to go take a look and do what Dave and I have done. I know it's 11 movies. That's a lot of time, yeah. but if you're yeah. going to watch anything anyway, do it. Having like a one week apart from these movies has been really cool um because the story's yeah. fresh i don't need a big recap and it's funny because right, every right. every every tuesday night after my wife and i watch uh we watch all the remaining trailers so <laughs> we did it again last night okay oh really three more trailers to watch yeah so, so. seven eight nine trailers you're gonna watch i watched you're gonna yeah watch and, eight nine trailer and then yeah, watch and it, yeah I didn't, i'm watching the trailer every every time after we finish so yeah Okay, that's it. I, you to know get, what? Get pumped. I, wasn't doing that. I was watching some special stuff that I'd find here and there. Uh, and and that's what I need to do. That I, that I had remembered that I that I would pull up. But uh, yeah, I I do have I do have a couple of notes. I'd like Let's to hear your through. notes. Um, I love that opening shot. Once again, Star Destroyers. You know, Vader's shuttle dropping out of the bottom of the Star Destroyer and going to yeah. the, the the planet moon. Well. Actually, that's not a moon. Part. It's not a moon. <laughs> uh, when he does that shot, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, 
I the one thing that's always bothered me is Han is in carbonite. He was tied up. The carbonite hit, and he's, his hands are like that. When he unfreezes, his bindings are all gone, and he falls <laughs> to the ground. And, but there, nobody took any of those bindings off of him. I mean, he was he was. I didn't even catch that, dude. I caught that the first time I saw it, and I remember looking around, going, "Does nobody? <laughs> my the only I'm the only guy who's going to." Yeah, you're the only that. guy, but I get yeah, it. I guess man. I'm the I only like, guy. Problem. Shut up. But uh, the bindings. If anybody knows, if I don't know, I've never read anything about like the bindings in this chemical is supposed honestly to be, they probably missed it and if they give you an answer it's going to be bullshit at this point <laughs> like my, my bullshit answer is they're designed to disintegrate but why sure it doesn't matter because it um, can I hey real quick though, real quick but, since you mentioned since you mentioned the carbonite i thought for this day and age that was a pretty decent effect they did a oh, yeah. good, good yeah. job of thawing him out because I was looking at it's like, oh, that's kind of cheesy. It's like, wait a minute, look when this was done. That's actually yeah. really fucking cool. They did a good job yeah. with the with everything in here. That's just amazing. That I remember seeing that and going, wow, I would love to have one of those. They sell them now. They they sell the the Han Solo and Carbonite. You can you can buy oh. one of those and put them on. Oh your yes, wall. I've seen that. I've seen I uh, refri refrigerator. Fucking years. <laughs> I saw one that uh, goes on your refrigerator, vinyl, so it looks like oh. Han is frozen on your fridge. <laughs> that is great. I think it's a great that's, idea. That's perfect. I would love that. That's great. I like that. <laughs> but I, I want like the whole thing up on my wall. I want a man cave, and I want that to be on my wall. I want two lightsabers on either side of it, lighting it. <laughs> That's that's not a big ask. I think you can do that, Dave. I think you can do. You deserve that. Everybody deserves a Han Solo and Carbonite on their wall. So we're gonna open up a Patreon and uh, <laughs> our Kickstarter or something. Something. Go Dave needs a Carbonite <laughs> humanoid. It's a carbonite Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where am I? I forgot. Shadows oh, of the uh, Empire. That is the Empire lead-in story is a good one. I think anybody who's who likes Empire and Jedi, if you read Shadows of the Empire, I think you'll... Which I'm going to have to now. It's good. I, I enjoy it. Um, Princess Leia, Slave Girl. <laughs> no um, more to say. <laughs> that's all I got to say for that. Um, loved Luke's green lightsaber. Yeah. When I first saw that green lightsaber, it went... And I was like, oh my God, that is... It's green. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Ah, right, because we hadn't seen that except Yoda. Uh -uh. You saw red and blue, and Yoda's yeah. doesn't come up until right. later. But if we're going in chronological, Yoda's the right. only green that popped up. Well, there might have been others, right. but yeah, when we saw these movies, there was no green. It's, oh, wow, yeah, that's cool no green. green. That was really cool. Um, but you know what? I'm just going to interject. Okay. I think purple is a really fucking cool color for Mace Windu. Oh yeah, and it's perfect because Mace Windu mixes both the light and the dark. He can he there he you go. For, it's a uh, perfect combo. Side and light side. That's just his. I read somewhere that that that's his. Um, for lack of a better term, that that's his religion. Like for for Jedi, huh? that that's that's the path that he took. Yoda and Obi-Wan both vanished when they died. Why didn't Qui-Gon Jinn? Qui-Gon Jinn is the one who taught these other two idiots how to do it. I know, right? It's a great point. No, That's a we're going to burn his body. We're going to burn his body, but then we're going to discover that he learned how to transcend death. Yeah. But yeah, we never see Qui-Gon's force ghost. Nope. And... If he's where this came from, because it's mentioned in the Clone Wars, if you watch yeah. the special, the deleted stuff, it's yeah. there. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, why would... But again, that's one of those deals that I think had um, Kasdan been there, he would have caught that. Right. That's just my opinion. I think Kasdan would have caught that and they would have figured something else out. Mon Mothma! Holy crap! I had seen this lady last night and Kat and I just looked at each other and said... That girl's not even related to her. How did I know? They do I thought that? the same thing, dude. It's like, holy shit. 
<laughs> Talk about casting. Now, what we're referring to, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, is Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the actress yeah. that plays Mon Mothma in Rogue One and uh, Jedi look like they could be twins. Um, it's, it's amazing casting. Yeah. And, and she's aged almost perfect because it is. Figure, Dude, it's fucking is, perfect. This is supposed to be just a few years after uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. So maybe what, two or three years? Supposedly, yeah, even that. Yeah. yeah maybe about right. So, yeah. Uh, you got Warwick Davis was about 11 or 12 when he did that. Ewoks, delete anything and everything. Yeah. That's a note that I took. <laughs> I took that. And One of the things yeah. that's really cool about those, um, you know how they revered C-3PO. They thought he was like a god because he was gold yeah. and everything. Yeah. And even when he said, no, don't eat my friends, they're like, eh, fuck you, we're eating. Yeah. You may be yeah. god, but we're eating. It wasn't until Luke uses his force powers to float C-3PO around. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I want to say, say in the book when, they're, when 3PO is telling them not to have, you know, not to do this, that the elder or the witch doctor is basically ignoring him because, well, it's basically tradition. Like uh, even a God can't break tradition. We're not, you know, we're not going to listen to you because this is what we're supposed to do. You know, kind of a sacrifice. <laughs> if I remember the book correctly, I could be wrong. That's, interesting. that's, how, I, that's how I remember reading it. Um, <laughs> Kat came up with this. So total props to her. When, when Luke and Leia are sitting out, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to read this and nobody's going to think it's as funny as I do. I hope I do. Luke and Leia are sitting out. Luke says, do you remember your mother? And she says, no, she died when I was very young of bad writing. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yes, Kat, you nailed it. Absolutely, absolutely. Here's here was my last night, and I had to run over to my pen. I was in the other yeah. side of the room. I ran over and I wrote that down. I was like, I gotta write that down. I, I died, died when I was very young. They were thirty right. seconds into that conversation oh. before I realized that she was referring to um, her uh, adoptive mother. I don't think she's referring to her adopted mother. She talks about her, that she has memories of her, and she was very kind, and she remembers that. She had to be talking about her because Padme died in fucking childbirth. He asks her, do you remember your real mother? I thought he just said your mother. Nope. Do you remember your real mother? And she's like, well, she died when I was very young. Okay. Well, see, I missed that. Child well, that's birth. what I said. I'm screaming at you the TV. Yeah, she died in fucking birth. <laughs> your eyes closed. But that's the that's the problem with that conversation. Yeah. If she would have just said no, I only remember my my. But you know, a, I just thought maybe she never knew that she was not or an Organa. Because when know. Luke, because when Luke tells her that they're basically related, he's like, "Yeah, do you remember your real mother?" Because she he says your real mother. Yeah, it does he. Okay. She, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I was. That's, uh, that's what kills me. It's like you, that's you, what you... makes it even fucking worse, George. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry. I have to stick with the Empire or the Return of the Jedi book, where Obi Wan has a conversation with Luke, and he says, "I gave you to my brother to raise." It would have explained why Vader never went to Tatooine. Why they put everything on Tatooine is beyond me after that. He should have never been raised on Tatooine. It should have been another planet. The Tatooine showing him on Tatooine should have been the reveal yeah. at the end. Like, here, here's the kid. He, you could have still had everything else happen with his mom, with another species of animal or, or alien yeah. or something on another planet. But yeah, the, there's I think the reveal of Tatooine would have been great with uh, Obi-Wan walking out with Luke, handing him off would have been perfect and you would have understood oh and then in jedi what if he would have said i gave you to my brother you'd have been like fuck owen lars is his brother son of a bitch (laughs) you know that to me would have been like one of the biggest reveals around oh but that's me that's ah. on the moon of endor the rebels are fighting the bearded guy with the rebels 
I mm -hmm. think he's supposed to be one of the clones, and I think it's either Rex or Cody. I want to know anybody who's listening out there if they know for sure which one it's supposed to be. Because he also shows up, a guy with a white beard, also shows up in episode... Which one's which episode is the one with the crystal foxes? Is that eight? I think so. It's no, that, wait, yeah, that is eight. That is eight. That's eight. he that's shows where up Luke there does too. This, yeah, and I, and I think he's one of the last people on. I think he's still on the on the Millennium. Oh Falcon. my god! And I, he's supposed to be one of the clone guys, the original clones. Yeah, that's what I've always heard, and I and I remember reading it in a couple of places. I just want to know if that's official canon. Or if that's fan canon, like fans are like, no, that's a rebel. That's that's a clone. Yeah, that's one of the clones. And if they're if it is a clone, I think they need to do something with uh, Tamora and age him up a little bit and make him look like an older clone that that has to come and talk to Boba Fett, like a, a clone that Boba Fett remembers. Yeah, you know. Let's I want to talk cool. about Boba Fett real quick. Um, All right. Ah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay, it's really interesting watching this because what we're getting is to those of you who have watched the book of Boba Fett, we are seeing the moments before the book of Boba Fett start because it starts right after this movie, right after actually Boba Fett ends up in the Scarlet Pit. Uh, so that's okay, where. I haven't seen the book of Boba okay, Fett. Okay, so I, I I, without about... giving a lot away, other than. No, go, he, go ahead. I, yeah. I, unless I can buy this thing used, I'm not going to watch it. So. <laughs> oh, I think you need to suck it up. I think I'll send you uh, my login so you can watch. <laughs> if that's what it takes, hit me up. I will give it to you. Um, not our listeners. Dave gets my yeah, login. Yeah. <laughs> Only I get this log in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw you off there. Go ahead. Yeah, that really threw me off. But no, seriously. Anyway, for the... It, the Book of Boba Fett, it was interesting to watch this movie. And um, after watching Book of Boba Fett, I'm like, how did he even survive to get this far? Because in the Book of Boba Fett, he's pretty much a badass. And when he shows yeah. up a Mandalorian, he's a badass. Mm -hmm. Here? Oh, wow, you were taken out with an accident. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, blind man. damn, damn. Why do all these badass characters go out so weakly? Darth Maul. Boba Fett. Yeah. At least we yeah. know Boba Fett lives. Well, yes, so did Darth Maul because fuck it, just grow yeah. some legs. <laughs> oh, he didn't even grow them. They're mechanical. Yeah. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That hurts my head just thinking about Maul still being alive. But it's a good character. It's a good evil yeah. guy. Um, the, there was a there were comics written for a while there, and they they were so good. There were two guys and I wish I could remember the names of the characters but they were rebels and somehow they managed to get stuck behind enemy lines so they keep dressing up like stormtroopers and stuff and <laughs> somehow they're on they, in the comics this is in, in the comics they wind up on the skiff on Jabba's skiff when Boba Fett gets shot into the Sarlacc pit and they're like man he screams like a little girl oh. <laughs> What they wind up helping him out of the Sarlacc pit or something. Oh shit! And they're they're kind of making fun of him, like Boba Fett sounded like a little girl. And he oh turns my around, god! He like turns around and says something to him, and they're like, it scares the shit out of him. They're like, okay, we won't see anything. <laughs> when he and then he walks up, and they're like, man, he's like a little girl. <laughs> when he makes it out of the pit in the series, um, he is fucked up he has had oh, yeah. acid eaten on him everything he is in bad so that's why they did, the, did his face the, the way they yeah. did it like yeah he is cool. really messed up um and they show him dealing with that so it was actually pretty cool there is a book called the tales i think it's the tales of jabba's palace <laughs> it's either the tales of jabba's palace or tales of bounty hunters the bounty hunters and it talks about him being in the Sarlacc pit and how he gets out because he's communicating with the Sarlacc at some point. Oh, wow. And he's communicating with people in the book. He's communicating, if I remember correctly, communicating with people that are still being ingested by the Sarlacc. Oh. Damn. It's like their consciousness is part of the Sarlacc. The Sarlacc oh. gets, you know, 
just like absorbing it. It's really that's weird. a freaky creature. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And then when he escapes, they show him coming back like a couple, like a year later, and he comes by every year and hovers slave one over it and hits the retros and then flies off. <laughs> Basically, just burns the shit out of yeah. it and then flies off because he told him he'd torture it if he ever got out. <laughs> Yeah, in the in the series, he crawls out, and the Sand People um, pretty much save him, and he uh, becomes a like an honorary uh, Tuscan yeah. Raider, um, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool, cool story. Yeah. So, and but, but as I was going with it, seeing Boba Fett, seeing watching the book of Boba Fett, and seeing the mm. Rancor and everything, because in the right. book of Boba Fett, Boba gets his own Rancor and tames it and rides the motherfucker into battle. Which is great. It's pretty badass. I don't care. Who it you is, are. Yeah, uh, thank you. It is pretty bad, badass. Yeah. The the Rancor who was brought to him by Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. I heard that. I heard about that. That's fucking awesome. Thank there, you, Robert Rodriguez. There's only one guy that's badass enough in real history to have ever ridden a Rancor, and that would have been Theodore Roosevelt. I would agree with that. <laughs> Other than that, I can't. I think he did. 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 <laughs> You know, it's, it's that alt history. <laughs> yeah, the alt history. People are out there going, who the hell's Theodore Roosevelt? What's a rancor? What's a rancor? What's this Star Wars bullshit? Why are we watching these two old guys? Why am I talking with a southern accent? I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> know Peter. Wow. Any other notes? I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Uh, what else you no, got? Uh, that was it. That the right. the bearded guy is the one that I really want to know for sure. If anybody is out there that knows for sure whether the bearded guy in Empire or in I think he's just in Jedi and then he shows up in episode eight. Yeah. How how to destroy a, a trilogy. Um I think is the name of that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, directed by Ruin Johnson, right? Is that it? Ruin yeah. Johnson. Thanks, yeah. Ruin. Yeah. Um, but I, okay. I've, hold on a second. I'm going to make a full. I'm going to make a full disclaimer here. I know I'm making fun of uh, Ryan Johnson by calling him Ruin Johnson, and we only know part of the story. But goddamn, it looks obvious like he tried to fucking ruin it, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if I'm Everything wrong, I read. I'll admit it. Everything I've read points that way. If I'm wrong, then okay. So everything anyway, I read, just getting that out there. He and KK wanted to yeah. destroy this, and you sure, know, sure as all fuck men feels bad, like all women great, everybody else is an asshole, and you just can't just write a good story. If the if the story would have been good, I would have been okay, but it wasn't. The story sucked, ruined thing. Yeah, but we're gonna really go. I can hardly wait to tear that one apart. Can you tell? Can you tell, folks? I really want to get on episode eight. <laughs> David's I, just crying for that episode. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Um, okay, so in advance of that, if you haven't watched it in a while, y'all make sure you watch the movies that we're watching because uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's been enlightening to me. Um, when you get to episode eight, do yourself a favor. Watch the deleted scenes. Um, if there are scenes that yeah. were taken out of this movie that actually improved the movie, so taking it out made it worse changes and we're going to talk about that but so just go yeah. watch the deleted scenes of episode eight and you'll we'll definitely talk about those deleted scenes because it, yeah they're important right. leaving those scenes in would have saved me would have saved it but would have been as harsh better. yes yeah would have made it better for sure absolutely and but we'll get to that, that. They wanted the cut that they left in would have made it better yeah too. but uh that's that's for the future yeah so but I would say real quick, I, I just want to add, and I, I know you want to you cut it, but episodes <laughs> three, Solo, Rogue One, and episodes four, five, and six, they all fit really well together. Mm -hmm. I, I know we tore apart episodes one, two, and three, but, but it works. They, they, they fit. They make sense. It's the last three that don't make any sense. They don't. Because they, they just don't match anything before. And to match everything before it and they match nothing before it yeah and i want to add on to that okay um, go ahead yeah I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the same way with you uh mm -hmm. watching this in order i know i keep harping on it but it's, it's been mm -hmm. actually really cool seeing these yeah. first eight movies 
I've got a story that is cohesive. It goes all the way through. I can see what's going on. I feel it. I have followed, we have followed Darth Vader since he was known as a very young Anakin. And that is really, we saw him from damn near birth to death. Uh, We have watched Luke. We haven't watched Luke and Leia grow up, but we saw him as infants now adults and it's Mm -hmm. actually really cool to see that and then of course we'll talk about the problems with the next trilogy how it's just like oh you just tack this shit on and they did they admit it yeah they just tacked it on yeah and it shows it shows and it you can't you have a billion dollar money printing empire and that's what you did disney you're getting exactly what you deserve there you go (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. Thank God you hired uh, Favreau. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> God. And somebody over there get bright smarts and just put him in charge of that whole division. Just be yeah. like, okay, everybody else you're fired. Favreau, Favreau give me a Star Wars. How do you want? <laughs> Start all over again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good story. It really is a good story up to Jedi. Yeah. You know, it re- it's a solid story. Who would have thought when we were kids and went to go see Star Wars that this many years later we'd be talking about Star Wars and Jedi and Empire and all the other stuff and that there would even be so much to talk about, good or bad. I was thinking that... I was thinking that last night. I was like, I am watching these old-ass movies that I saw in the theater as a kid. Yeah. And I was... When I was watching that, it's like these stood the test of time they mm-hmm. are a timeless tale a tale that has granted been told over and over but this one is okay. wrapped up very nicely and mm-hmm. it's it works really well and i think it just resonated with so many of us because we had never seen such a cool fucking movie a whole universe created right. um before in cinema history basically so it was cool seeing that all come to life and i think that's why it touched us so much a a living universe one that looks like it was lived we've seen a lot of movies where especially in the 60s and 70s it's the future it's space it's this and everything was sanitary everything was clean everything had a nice flat surface with little not not the star wars galaxy words on it that told you where anything went yeah But yeah, this is, it's a good story. It really is. I, I think you could do a lot worse than watching the, what is it, three, six, seven, eight, eight, eight movies that we've watched so far. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, it, it is a very living universe. And what's cool, there's languages created for it. There's, right. I mean, and not just spoken, but written. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you see, see that there's so much symbology. There's, one of the things that I've really been paying attention since we've been doing this podcast, but really watching mm-hmm. on this, these latest movies is the amount of attention to detail. Every oh, yeah. little, every yeah. little thing in the background, there's a scene with C-3PO in uh, Jabba's palace and he's standing behind Jabba and Luke, I think is talking to him. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever, I noticed some weird thing in the background moving. Yeah. I'm seeing things I'm, because I've seen the movie before. I'm starting to wander and look around and there is, yeah. There's a whole universe existing outside of the scene you're watching. And that, Uh I think that's what works so well. It makes it alive. It's incredible. The the amount of work and detail that they put into this. And again, the amount of work and detail Lucas put into this, you know, approving model sculptures, aliens. And thank God his wife was still in episode, you know, these three movies because that she she should have been, that's another one. He should have just bit the bullet and called her back to help with, yeah. Episodes one, two, three, you know, but that's neither here nor that. It's a wish in one hand, poop in another. See which which builds up first. So, <laughs> um, I know since we, we talk about the these are the this is the only real trilogy that matters because because yeah. that's who we we are. Um, what do you see? Do you see a future for Star Wars beyond what Disney has set right now? I don't see the what Disney has set right now, making it right. I really don't. And, and this isn't just what it looks like from, from the outside looking in is you have two factions fighting for control. You have a guy like Favreau who is a fan and who has talent and can get the talent to come in and do good stories. And then you have another sec section, a fraction that is Kathleen Kennedy who is doing her goddamnedest, seemingly, to destroy it. 
So next week, we approach The Force Awakens, or as I call it, episode four, part two, redo, <laughs> because <laughs> it will feel... <laughs> If you had as part four electric boogaloo, if you haven't seen episode seven in a while, um, take a look at it and watch how similar it is to a new hope. It is almost the same fucking movie. Um, it's disappointing, still entertaining. So for the most part, you know what? Yeah. We'll leave it at that. We're going to talk. We'll talk about that. But yeah. And I don't, I didn't mean to go off on on such a tangent when you asked a simple question. But I think the tangent was needed because it it's the big problem that that corporation is having yes. with everything yes, right now. Absolutely, they're having absolutely. that with their their parks. Yeah, and they figure they can just do whatever they want. Well, I don't know people. I know not everybody's from Florida, but in the area where Disneyland or Disney World, whatever the hell it's called, is that is down there. Yeah, there's like six other big ass parks that people are going to now, and Disney's losing out. Because people are like, ah, we're done. And that's 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 the way it works. We we like to bitch about cancel culture, but cancel culture goes both ways, you know? So it's like you there you go. People. You just can't it, there it is. people in so. the system from any side, from any yeah. side. You just can't. You Agreed one hundred percent. We at old ass movie reviews are equal opportunity haters. We hate everybody. We will poop on everybody. Sorry. I poop on you. I poop. Anyway, I put on you. I put on your head. Yeah. Anyway, missing um, head. Yes, um, Force Awakens next week. Any final thoughts, real quick, before we wrap? Just, may the force be with you. And may the force be with you. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you like, subscribe, check us out, watch these movies, send us a note, anything. Later. Peace.